Welcome to Giving Your Best Life with Stephanie Jones, a.k.a. The Giving Gal. Former police officer, private investigator, professional organizer, who pivoted to the corporate world and then through giving 522 gifts, became an author and inspirational speaker. Need a little positivity and inspiration in your life? Grab a mug of your favorite drink and cozy up in a comfy chair and join Stephanie as she chats about giving your best life. In each episode, she shares intentional ways to give to yourself and others, how gratitude can lead to a healthier, happier, more content life, and tips to accomplish your goals. Let's jump into giving your best life. Hey friends, it's Stephanie here, also known as The Giving Gal, and I am here with episode number 19. This is a holiday Christmas season episode, and I want to talk about how to get your giving groove back. If you are in a funk, if you are looking for ways to reignite joy in giving, this episode is for you. Even if you are a joyful giver already, you're excited, you've already been out and about and you have that perfect gift for somebody, my guess is maybe maybe you'll still learn something. Also, I would love for you to send me an email or message me on social media to tell me what you do to get your giving groove back. I also know that a lot of times in our lives, even though we may be good givers or even, you know, medium good givers, is that there are just some of those picky people in our life. Uh, They're non-appreciative. I also recognize that our bank account may not be where we want it to be as it relates to giving. And so I always, 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 I want to say that giving is not about the price of the gift. Do not go in debt over trying to impress somebody with a gift. It is just not worth it, especially uh, these times and the pandemic. I know that a lot of people are struggling in Christmas. Getting Christmas gifts this year may be difficult. So here are some things to think about. Is one, focus on the good. I don't care if it's your annoying coworker, it's a family member who seeks attention and not in a good way, friends, or a friend who is just a little bit too high maintenance. Let their faults go to the wayside. Don't let them overshadow if there are positive qualities about someone in your life that you need to be buying a gift for and you don't want to buy that gift. As the frustration during the season continues with some of these people in your life, remind yourself why you love them, why you appreciate them as a person. And maybe it's as simple as giving somebody the gift of encouragement, writing them a little note. Maybe it's somebody that you typically wouldn't buy a gift for, but you can always write them a card. You can send them a text. You could share with them in person why you like them. Pick up the phone and let people in your life know how you feel about them. We never know the burden that others are carrying with them. And so this is such a magical time of the year to choose to focus on the good in every person in your life, even those people that annoy and drive you crazy. Okay, that's one. 
Number two is make sure that you are freely giving with no expectations. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that I talk about that often. That was my definition of a gift. Too many times when we give, our gifts come with expectations. For example, we think the receiver will like, appreciate, say thank you for the gift. Maybe your gift, if you're honest with yourself, has other expectations, like you're expecting a gift in exchange or that they'll bury an old hatchet with you. Maybe there's something that uh, you did to them and you think by giving them a gift, that'll make them forgive you, okay? Those are all expectations. And so when you change your mindset on this, that you're just gonna give and not expect that thank you, you're not gonna expect anything return, you'll start to find joy in giving. If you are giving to give a gift that fits your budget and you put effort into the purchase, don't worry if someone doesn't like it or appreciates the gift. Remember, somebody else's reaction on this, especially if it's something that this year, you know, maybe you do buy an extravagant gift and this year you can't, their reaction is on them, not you as the giver. Okay, that was number two. Give freely with no expectations. Number three is focus on what you can control. Many times in giving, we get caught up in not only the recipient's reaction to the gift, but also that of onlookers. We've all felt that pressure during the show and tell portion of the holiday party or family gathering when each person takes a turn talking about what they've received and from whom. This stress can also rise to the surface regarding holiday season, volunteer work, or charitable donations. So ask yourself, why are you so stressed out about a particular person's gift? If you put thoughtful consideration into your gift and the receiver doesn't like it or they want to exchange the gift, guess what, friends? That is okay. If other people think it's too much or too little or too weird or too boring, that's also okay. You've done your part. You picked a gift that you thought was good for somebody. It was within your budget. You're giving with no expectations. It's time to move on. Okay, that was number three. Focus on the things that you can control when you are giving a gift. Number four, which you know me, I love to focus on giving and gratitude, is find gratitude. One of my dear friends, Kelsey Humphreys, go look her up on the internet. She's done a lot of interviews with really, really successful people. And what she heard over and over again was successful people talking about the integral part of gratitude practice within their life. So take, for instance, Tony Robbins practices gratitude for three and a half minutes on three things every morning. Here's what he says. He says, I pick one thing and then I make it really simple, like the wind on my face or a smile on one of my child's faces. So I don't just have to have a giant thing to be grateful for, okay? And if giving is stressing you out due to lack of funds, be grateful for what you can give. Get resourceful, get creative, 
Find ways to give away your time or your talents. Make memories instead. The other night, my husband took me out. We just drove around looking at Christmas lights, which is something I love to do. And then we just went to a burger joint and uh, we called ahead. We got it. We brought it home and we sit and watch the Christmas movie. Like I would be totally cool if that was my Christmas gift for the year. Just making that memory and spending time and doing something that I love to do. So if you're in a position to not give anything, you know, like a material item at all, many would say that, you know, I don't know, people would judge you. I think if you are in a position to give a material something, okay, you're very blessed. I want you to try to remember during the hustle and bustle of the holidays is find ways to just practice gratitude where you are with what you have and with what you can give. And don't focus on how expensive a gift is. I know you've heard me say that already, but I just want to say it again. So number four, find gratitude. Number five is find some perspective. Remember, it could always be worse. If you're having a pity party for yourself because you're down in the dumps about the holidays, go out and volunteer at a local food pantry, a soup kitchen, a homeless or domestic violence shelter, any places that are taking volunteers right now. The other day, uh, they're still doing the Salvation Army Uh, still ringing their uh, red kettles or ringing their bells to put money in their red kettles. The other day I was driving in the Lions Club, was at the intersection collecting money. Like go out and volunteer or find, um, you know, find somebody who is worse off than you and find a way to give with them. Talk with people, inquire with people about their story, and you'll quickly learn things are allowing you to ruin your holiday probably aren't that big of a deal in the grand scheme of things. Okay, so find some perspective. Six, this is the final one that I want to cover is fill your own gift bag too. I know I said giving isn't about you. But you can't be a joyful giver if you are stressed, tired, and in a bad mood. Gifts for you could be an hour-long massage. Uh, It could be getting like, I don't know, I love colored pencils or colored pens. Just something if you have an office that maybe is going to make you happy. And it doesn't have to be a physical thing. Yesterday, I just took 30 minutes to go out and walk on my trails. I didn't run. I wasn't going out there for a certain amount of time. I wasn't going out there to really exercise. I just wanted to go out on my trails and just spend some time out there. So that was a way for me to give to myself to uh, rejuvenate and Uh, just, you know, make sure that I am my best self for the people that are going to be around me during the holiday season. You know, make the needed changes in yourself to find good in others, to give freely, and to get the most out of this season of giving. Don't enter the new year with regrets about how, what, when, or even why you gave. And to be your best self means to be living and giving without regrets. Friends, I hope a couple of these ideas resonated with you. They'll help you get into the giving groove of the season. And uh, as always, hopefully these ways help you to get to giving your best life. 
Thank you so much for listening. We know your time is valuable and we're grateful you shared it with us. For more information about Stephanie, her books and speaking, head over to givinggal.com. And remember, there are many ways you can give back by subscribing to Giving Your Best Life, sharing this podcast, writing a review, and signing up for Stephanie's newsletter. We are grateful for you. Now go out and get to giving your best life.